and welcome back to the Not Safe for Work podcast. I am so excited to be back and recording again. I did take a little unplanned hiatus, <laughs> but she's back. I did have a lot of people asking about the pod actually, so I love that there was some hype. Go off. Uh, but yeah, super happy to be back and thank you so much for tuning in. I do greatly appreciate you choosing to spend your time with me. If you think about it, podcasts can be a very intimate thing. It's just you and I alone in your car or in your ears while you walk. Whatever it is that you're doing, I'm right there with you. It's just you and me, baby. Also, there is definitely nothing more valuable than time, so thank you for choosing to spend some of yours with me. Now, this episode is going to be somewhat of an update episode, I guess, a bit of what I've been up to type episode. It feels weird for me recording right now, obviously partly because I haven't in ages, but also because I'm normally recording in the evening with a glass of wine, but it's 8am on a Sunday morning right now. So I think maybe that would be pushing it. It might be a little inappropriate. So we're doing this first thing in the morning. I do feel like I sound a little, I've got a bit of that morning voice. I haven't quite woken up yet, but it's okay. We're going to run with it and we will see where this episode takes us. So let's get stuck in. What have I been up to? I basically have just been working slash creating content a lot of the time. So it's really just been the usual for me. I just haven't been discussing it. I do think it's funny though when I tell people that I'm working or that I will be working what their generalized perception of that then is. If it's someone that's aware of what I do but they're not necessarily familiar with what I do, then they will always assume that I will be fingering myself all day. On the other hand, if I'm speaking with a subscriber and I tell them I'm spending the day creating content, they will always assume that I'm masturbating. So the generalized assumption of my job is that all I do is masturbate, which is, I mean, I get it. That's a lot of what you see. So it is fear that you would then assume that. I would say realistically, that is probably about 20% of what I actually do. Creating content is just a generalization for all of the content that you actually need. You obviously need your not safe for work content, but you also need a constant catalog of safe for work content. I post on several social media accounts several times a day, that requires a lot of content, videos and photos. And then obviously you need the OnlyFans videos and photos as well. So creating content can mean a plethora of such things, but I get it. That is a lot to explain. And it is just more fun to assume that I'm just sitting there playing with myself. So if that's, if that's the initial generalization, then I'm fine with that. But just so you know, there's so much more to it. 
So a lot of the time I have been working, doing all the content things, but I think this is the perfect transition to then mention that I have been trying to add more life into my work-life balance because there is definitely not a balance there and there hasn't been for a very long time. (laughs) I would say I get quite carried away with the work aspect. I'm very ambitious. I have a lot of ideas, but that then correlates to me thinking I'm never doing enough or I could be doing so much more. I am still to this day a one woman show. I have been the whole time. I do, I take all of my photos, do all of my videos, do all of my editing, post everything, respond to all of my messages, control everything on my site. I do my own podcast. That is part of the reason that the podcast fell through the cracks for a little bit of time. I was not prioritizing the pod because I don't monetize it. And so therefore, therefore, I thought I should be prioritizing other things that are quotation marks work related. But then I was receiving messages from people saying, I love your podcast or your podcast put my mindset in a better place. And that resonated with me like nothing else. I was like, wow, people genuinely take time out to listen to me and they're actually enjoying what they're hearing. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to have something beneficial in my episodes, some talking points for people to take away, like it was some kind of academic podcast and I needed to be educational, but (laughs) In reality, I was forgetting why I initially started it, and that is because I wanted an outlet. I wanted an outlet to be able to speak about what I do. Like mentioned, I am a one-woman show, and so I don't most of the time have someone to speak to about all of the things that I do, and that is what this is for, and I was just forgetting that. So now I am back in the right headspace. I am definitely seeing the benefit of continuing this and so therefore we will continue the pod and I believe it is a bit of work and a bit of life so this is definitely giving me balance because it does both for me both I am having trouble this morning pronouncing my words am I not so back to what I was saying I am trying to create more life in my life (laughs) it's crazy the amount of time that it takes to do work things. Like I said, I I do everything myself. So when I go online to answer messages, boom, there goes three hours. If I create content for my socials, with the amount of bloopers I accumulate, with the amount of videos that I need to refilm and refilm because I'm like, oh, that angle could look a little better or my voice could sound a little more seductive in that clip. There goes another two hours instantly. And then sometimes you have bad content days. Like a lot of my subscribers will say, oh, you could never have a bad angle. You could never take a bad photo. But that is because with my content, I am so particular. I'm so particular about lighting, about how my tan looks, about the color of everything in the room, about the clothing. And sometimes 
an entire day will be a bad content day. I will hate every angle, every photo, every outfit, and then you just feel like you've wasted an entire day or half a day creating content that you're not going to be able to use. And I think sometimes now I just need to suck it up, accept it, and go have a life anyway, rather than then spending another hour or two dwelling on the fact that I just wasted all of that time. (laughs) So I'm just trying to paint a realistic picture of what is involved when it comes to work stuff and why I find it so difficult to get balance. To put it simply, things just take a lot of time to do. Those messages that take me hours to respond to, I can't just do that once a day. I have to do that several times a day. So in summary, work things are very time consuming. And recently, Lucy is just trying to get a life. (laughs) It is paying off. However, it's definitely paying off the time I dedicate to work. I mean, Um, I am recently in the top 0.03% and I have maintained that for a little while now. Honestly, blows my mind to think that I have somehow gotten myself up there. I started my OnlyFans on my lunch break at my corporate job thinking, This will be fun. If I can just make an extra couple hundred dollars a week, I will be bloody over the moon. It will just help me financially. I'll be able to pay off my personal debt, get myself in a better place. And then I get hyper fixated on things. So I was very fixated on this. I was like, I'm not going in 10%. I'm going in 110%. I'm doing this every day, dedicating as much time to it as I possibly can. And I was so consistent with it every single day. And I have been since. And I guess that's how I created this monster of a thing that it's become in the best way possible. So working hard does definitely pay off, but there does come a point where you do need to prioritize other things in your life and create some balance. So here we are. (laughs) I would say another theme that keeps coming up for me would be coaching. Uh, People inquiring as to whether I do or whether I will. And to be entirely honest, I probably never will. And that's due mostly down to the fact that I would feel like a fraud. To be honest, I I figure it out as I go. And I, I, I have since day one. I've never really had a specific outlined plan like I knew the the basic guidelines of what I wanted to produce, but then I figured it out, you know, every day as I go, I've learned things every day. So I feel like I wouldn't exactly have the toolbox to be a coach. I mean, maybe if I sat down and thought about it, I would. In my old job, when I worked in corporate, I was always called upon to be the person who taught new employees. So I would always be training and teaching people. And it was a very mentally draining, but I actually did love it. I did love learning different ways that people took in information or the way that they learned best and teaching them to become something and then knowing that they know what they know because of you. But anyway, I'm going on. I I digress. I do think there are some obvious things that can be said for any successful creator. 
That would be having like a niche, a brand, having quality content, being, being authentic. I feel like I'm mostly just me. So that's what makes it easy for me. Like I'm not trying to put out a character or portray someone else that I'm not. I do not work in corporate anymore, but I used to, and I did for so long. So that just comes naturally to me. So I, I feel like I'm generally pretty genuine, pretty real. And so it flows easily for me because I am just me. I'm not trying to be someone that I'm not. On that point of being someone that I'm not, I get quite often comments, well not often, so just from the occasional person, when I message on OnlyFans, I quite often say, babe, hey babe, thanks babe, that'll be $12.99 babe. <laughs> okay, that's, <laughs> that's not how I talk, that sounds awful, but I just mean in general conversation, I say the word babe, and then I'll have some people rarely who say, you don't need to say babe, or like you can drop the babe. Like I'm trying to put on an act or I'm trying to flirt with them or be nicer to them by adding a babe on the end. But honestly, it's just how I talk. I don't try to put on a show with the way that I talk, the way that I message, the way that I make content even, I do not act up my videos. I, for one, love authenticity. I love people who are genuine and that is what I do. That is always what I want to portray because that is how it is. So you can subscribe to me knowing full well that you will receive an authentic experience. I'm not trying to flirt with you or go out of my way to be nice with you. I just genuinely am chatting with you. I want you to feel special because that is the whole point of my platform. <laughs> I want you to like what I do and enjoy yourself. And if you don't, then you are not obligated to stay. I'm not going to beg you to stay. You either like what I like or you don't. And I have no idea where I was going with that or why I even brought it up. But here we are. <laughs> I feel like I just go on so many little tangents that I was actually going to make a plan for this podcast. I was going to put some dot points down and and write out all these things that I was going to discuss. And then I was like, I know I am just going to sit in front of that microphone and I am going to chat for long enough. So I don't think I need to actually state anything to talk about. I don't need specific talking points because I know I will talk enough. <laughs> I think the next episode I will actually have like an episode theme or I'm not sure how you, how you call it, but there will be like a point to the episode. It won't just be me chatting out my ass. <laughs> now I'm going to totally derail this discussion and I'm going to talk about dating. <laughs> Why? I, I mean, because I'm updating you on my life. I'm telling you what I've been up to. And I am a single gal, so I bloody date. And I fucking love dating. It is so much fun. I feel like I always constantly get asked as well about my relationship status. I even get asked um, relationship advice questions, which is odd. I don't know why I seem to be the person to go to <laughs> for that advice. But I would say that I have had a bit of experience when it comes to relationships. I have had 
several long-term relationships. I've been married. Um, now I've been single for a little while. I have been dating people. I've been seeing people within that time, but to me, dating is not commitment. So that is why I just refer to myself as having been single. So here we go. Let's talk about dating. <laughs> I am very happy with my single life. I am very secure within myself, so I am super happy to be independent and on my own as a relationship status. Um, it would take, honestly, a perfect man to pull me out of this. I have met some great men. I just don't think I'm in the right place or the right mindset to pursue anything long term. So... Right now, I'm just in my happy little single dating bubble, and I love it, so I don't want it to change. But I mean, you know, we all have needs and that want for intimacy and just a bit of fun is, is there, so that's why I actively date. I'm also going to jump in and say I simply don't have the time for a relationship, which I know sounds silly, but if it was more of a priority for me, then I would 100% make that time, but it isn't. Dating is easy because you can go about it quickly. <laughs> you know, it's just going to take one or two of my evenings. I don't have the desire nor the time for a committed relationship, so dating is the way for me at this stage. It may, in saying that, it may seem counterproductive for me to pursue things with people, but like I said, we have needs. There are other people out there who also have needs that also don't want a long-term committed relationship. So it's basically just about finding people who are on the same page as you and having fun with those situations and experiencing new things together. I'm also not in a hurry. I don't feel like I have a timer about to expire because... I've been married and I know it's not for me and so I don't necessarily ever want that again. Um, I also don't want children so I don't have that fertility aspect to be concerned about. And I know every time I mention children or not wanting children I always get asked why don't you want kids? Why don't you have kids? And there are so many people asking why don't you want kids and not enough people asking why do you want kids? It does go both ways. You don't have to do it, regardless of what society tells you. <laughs> I think a lot of people honestly have kids before they even think about it. And I do not believe that that would make me happier. I want to live my life selfishly, passionately, spontaneously. And I am so happy to say that and put that out there because I know that's what I want. And I'm very self-aware. I knew if there was something that I was missing or I felt like I needed to second guess or, or think about, then I would and I don't. So that is what it is. And I, I don't want to make this controversial, but I do have an opinion as we all do. <laughs> and the opinion of others should not impact how we feel about our own. So of course, dating has somehow led on to me discussing children, which is not my intention. I digress. Um, back to dating, I would say a lot of the questions I get, especially on my OnlyFans, are from people saying, how do I go about dating? How do I seem, how do I come across more appealing? How do I successfully date? And that is so entirely subjective to who you are, what you want, who you want to date, how they feel about you, what they want out of someone. It's definitely too much to unpack with a simple statement like do this. 
So I will not go into that, but I will give a general statement as to what I find most appealing in a person. Obviously, looks matter. I need to be attracted to someone as anyone naturally would. But the number one thing that gets me is confidence. Confidence is such a game changer. I've even been changed from someone I have not initially found attractive to when they opened their mouth and they spoke to me so confidently in such a way that I knew they were so self-aware, they were so articulate, perhaps funny even, that can entirely change the way that you feel about someone or you perceive someone's presence. And also why I think dating apps are such a bad idea (laughs) because you could swipe what right or whatever way it is that to say no on someone who you would have loved in person. So while I said looks matter, they absolutely do. You need to be attracted to someone. I do think personality can change the way you are attracted to someone as well. So if I was to say anything, it would be to exude a certain level of confidence. If you do not have confidence, then you need to get some confidence. (laughs) You can fake it till you make it, or you can go on YouTube and you can look up some TED Talks about how to become more confident. There is such a plethora of resources out there on the internet. You can learn bloody anything. So if I was to give one dating advice thing, it would be to be confident. I also just want to jump in here and apologize for my voice. It does not feel very strong this morning. I thought I would wake up and it would get better, but maybe it's just a bad voice day. So I I didn't choose the best day to record, but also I'm here now. I am not stopping because this podcast is happening any way that I can make it happen. So here we are. I hope it's not too bad and that you can still listen to me easily enough. I also um, did what was, I did was, I was having some audio issues. So please let me know what you think of the audio in this podcast. I am trialing a couple of different things to see if I can make it sound as best as I possibly can. I, to me, it sounds okay. I'm not sure if it could be improved, but yeah, please just let me know. And it's a work in progress. I am not tech savvy. I am just a simple gal when it comes to technology. I've always worked with an IT department, so (laughs) I'm just working it out as I go. Like I said, I've probably, well, I have, I've gone on YouTube and looked up how to make things work. So it is, it is out there. You can, you can bloody do anything with YouTube. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure how long this episode is. I feel like I've covered a bunch of just random stuff, all of which probably isn't even important or interesting. So (laughs) welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) I feel like I need to make this episode short and sharp to give you a reintroduction to me and my pod. And then we will probably go into something maybe more interesting next time. Like I said, I've come to the realization this is not educational. (laughs) I do not have an academic podcast. So if you take some entertainment away from it, at least, I mean, that's, that's all I can ask for really. I will actually just quickly slip in here while it's on my mind for any Australian creators, for any fellow Aussie creators. Do you feel like there is a gap in the market for a support hub? 
like a place where you can go as a creator to get support for things that are work related. I am speaking in very broad terms here because I know there's probably not, there's probably more subscribers than creators that listen to me, but this is a discussion point I would love to bring up. And also part of the reason why I wanted to move my podcast over to Patreon, because I feel like I could then post an episode and then I can have discussion points underneath that or going at the same times that if there was something I mentioned in the podcast, I could then talk about it further. We could talk about it further. So I am in two minds about that. I am considering moving the podcast to Patreon um, instead of having it where it is now. As you may be aware, Patreon does come with a subscription generally. If I did do this, it would be a $2 subscription. It would be something very, very minimal, but then it would be a lot more interactive. It would be a much more interactive experience than what it is now because I don't really have a place to go to talk about something but then discuss it with you guys either. Unless you send me a message on OnlyFans, that is really, at this stage, the only way to talk about anything. So if you would be interested in having it on Patreon, having some discussion points, you know, having a few other things on there as well, then please let me know because I would be very interested to hear your thoughts and opinions on the matter. Anyway, I just wanted to once again thank you for joining in. I hope you have enjoyed this episode or taken something away from it. If not, I'm sorry. I'll show you my titties. You know where to go. (laughs) One final thing I want to mention. With having had such a spotlight on time and not having enough, I feel the need to remind you and in turn remind myself that we really need to appreciate the present. Time is not slipping away. It is right here with us. Find gratitude in what you have now and realize how valuable your time is. Work every day towards having a better life, but fucking enjoy the one that you have now too. Anyway, this podcast is not going to turn into a sop fest. I will wrap it up here. I hope you tune into the next one because there will be a next one. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. Until next time.